What's up and welcome back to the Chris Gates Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And in today's episode of the podcast, we're going to dive into the topic of should you eat less on rest days while bulking? The point of this episode is to talk about, you know, when you want to try and build muscle, how should you figure out how to structure your nutrition to move you in that direction as effectively as possible? And the reason people ask this question about, should you eat less on rest days while you're bulking is because uh, oftentimes people think about training days and non-training days. And when you're in the gym training, you're in the gym burning calories, breaking down muscle tissue, your body needs to recover from that. And when you're not in the gym training, if you have a day, a rest day, which you should have, which I recommend everybody has, uh, probably two to three of them a week, uh, when you're not in the gym training, that means... You're not doing those things, right? You're not probably burning as many calories, potentially, I guess. Uh, you're not breaking down muscle tissue. Uh, your body doesn't have maybe as high of recovery demands, or does it? Okay, so we're going to talk about how you should structure your diet to maximize your bulk. And I think the way to maximize a bulk, a muscle gaining phase, is to maximize the amount of muscle that you're gaining while at the same time minimizing the amount of body fat that you're gaining. Because most people, I would assume the vast majority of people who go into a bulk who want to build muscle, you probably can resonate with what I'm about to say. You want to minimize the excess body fat that you put on. Now, when you get into a bulk, you have to understand that you're going to be in a calorie surplus which means you're going to take on some body fat. It's just part of the process. If you're bulking effectively, you're going to put on some body fat. And that can easily come back off with a well-structured cutting phase, uh, which you know that we're not going to go down that road, but in terms of program design and how to structure this type of stuff, it is often good to have longer bulking phases that maybe get broken up from time to time with mini cuts or a longer dedicated fat loss phase, uh, you know, throughout the year at some point. Um, so you're going to put on body fat, but it would be great to minimize the amount of body fat that you put on while maximizing the amount of muscle that you put on. So that's at the core of this episode. Uh, and I'm going to run a clip from a previous Q and a that I've done on the podcast, uh, to really break down a lot of need to know information to help you understand what the best way is to manage your nutrition, manage your diet when you want to bulk, when you want to build muscle. Um, So we're going to talk about, you know, calories burned, which is always a big topic. So how many calories are you actually burning when you go into the gym? Um, And how does that evolve over time as you continue to train consistently? And then I'll really break down more or less two uh, approaches that apply to everybody for the most part. Uh, There's a simple approach, which applies to the vast majority of people. And then there's maybe a more advanced approach uh, that applies to folks who have been at this stuff for a while, who've been training consistently for, you know, uh, three to five years or maybe even more, uh, really consistently hard training with with a good program and, and doing most of the right things 
most of the time. Um, so I'm going to break down all of that. And I think at the end of this episode, you're going to have a really good idea of, okay, when you want to bulk, when you want to put on muscle mass, how should your diet follow along? Should you have high days and low days? Should you eat the same thing every single day? How should it all balance out based on when you're training and when you're not training? So I hope you find uh, this episode helpful. Again, this is this is another one of my uh, kind of greatest hits episodes because I do understand that... Um, if you're subscribed to the podcast, if you listen regularly, there still may be episodes that you miss or you may not listen to a full episode uh, every single time. So some of these clips that I think are super helpful, I like to run periodically in shorter podcast episodes. Uh, and uh, like I said, yeah, I hope you ha- I hope you find it helpful. I really think you will. If you want to learn more about this topic, there will be a link in the show notes uh, to an article on this exact same topic. So uh, if, if this is helpful to you, make sure that you go down to the show notes. You can click over to my website and learn more about it. But uh, with that said, let's not delay any longer. Let's talk about should you eat less on rest days when bulking? Should you eat more calories on the days you work out and less calories on the days you don't? So super logical reasoning there, right? If you're going to be working out some days of the week and other days you're not, let's say, you know, in a seven day week, you are going to work out four times on those four days. Should you eat more calories? Because theoretically you're burning more calories in the gym. Uh, And then on the days that you're not working out, should you not do that? Should you eat less? Um, It's a really good question. And the answer as so many things in fitness ends up being is uh, it kind of depends. I guess first and foremost, it probably depends on your goal. Um, And then secondarily, it probably depends on your experience level. So, you know, if your goal is to lose weight, um, I, or if your goal is to build muscle, you know, I, I typically lean towards just eating the same amount of calories every day, because for most people, that tends to be you know, that tends to be the the easiest to manage, the most straightforward and takes a lot of guesswork out of each and every day. Um, It makes it less complicated for you to know what you're supposed to eat and when and how to manage things. Um, So I'm a big fan of of not doing that, having high days and low days just for the sake of simplicity. And that would apply to most beginners too, right? Regardless of your goal. Um, If you're new to being on a program where you're trying to lose weight or trying to build muscle and you're tracking your nutrition for the first time, I wouldn't throw you to the wolves and say, okay, well, in addition to learning all this stuff about tracking, I want you to eat this many calories on Monday, this many on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like it it undulates and varies every single day. That's very complicated. So I tend to do just a straight calorie number across the week based on goals. So if you are trying to lose weight, I'll give you a number every day that should get you in a calorie deficit for the week. And if you are trying to build muscle, we'll get you in a moderate calorie surplus that, you know, will have you fueling your body with what your body needs. You'll, you will be in a position to gain weight, but not so much weight that you'll pack on a ton of excess body fat. Um, now, I would say if you're more experienced uh, with this stuff, whether it be training or tracking nutrition or both, you could potentially go the route of eating a little bit more on the days you work out, eating a little bit less on the days you don't. But like, 
I want to be clear about something because I think where this comes from is from the thought process of, oh, I'm going into the gym and burning like six, seven, eight hundred calories. So that means like I should be eating way, way more on those days that I work out. And I hate to break it to you, but you're not burning that many calories when you work out unless you're doing like high intensity interval training for a half hour or 45 minutes or an hour uh, every day constantly, you're not burning that many calories. And the thing about fitness is, you know, especially like with cardio, your body gets more efficient at it. And it, and it does to, to an extent get more efficient at lifting where, um, you know, the when you get started with a program, the amount of calories that you burn, um, your body's going to figure out ways to get more efficient at doing those exercises and doing those workouts and doing those movement patterns so that it doesn't have to burn as many calories when you're doing those things. So like if you start going for a one mile walk every day, uh, you're going to burn a bunch of calories up front, but the longer and more consistently you are with doing that one mile walk, your body's going to get more efficient at it and you're actually going to burn fewer calories by doing that same workout. So you'll have to push it and do more work to try and burn the same amount of calories. And all of this comes down to like, it's really a complicated process to try and balance the amount of calories that you're burning with the amount of calories that you should be eating and figuring out how all of that comes together to set your nutrition up on a day-to-day basis. Um, It's impossible to do that. You don't know how many calories you're burning. You never will know. Your watch could tell you something. The cardio machine could tell you something. Um, you could plug in, you know, information into a cal- calorie calculator online and that could tell you something. But like at the end of the day, um, we are never going to be able to get a accurate gauge on how many calories you're burning in your workouts. So it makes it complicated to try and balance those higher days and those lower days if you're trying to be precise about things, which again is why I like to just fall back on a single daily um, number for you to, to have on a regular basis because it's simple. It's simple and it's effective if you're consistent with it and with your if you're accurate with it in terms of how many calories that you're eating each and every day. Um, so you know, I think more than anything, I lean towards not trying to do that, having higher days and having lower days. But I will say, you know, with all that said, if if um, well, let me put it this way: I'm not a fan of doing higher days and lower days based on whether or not you're working out. I am though a fan of having some higher and lower days throughout the week just to build in some more flexibility. Uh, So oftentimes what that looks like, and and I do do this with my clients um, relatively regularly, and, and some clients I have, I'm about to talk about calorie cycling. Some clients I have do calorie cycling consistently. It's just what that's how their nutrition plan is set up. That's a small percentage. A larger percentage of the people I work with, you know, we will look at the week ahead and talk about what do you have coming up and somebody has a wedding coming up or like, um, you know, they're going to uh, uh, on a football road trip or something like that. And we want to structure things so that they're able to go to that event or have fun for that weekend and have a lot of flexibility to work with so they don't have to stress and be super meticulous and worried about every calorie that's going into their mouth when they should be having a good time, right? So we will use calorie cycling a lot in that way. 
but I, I, I don't often have people eat more or less based on whether or not they're exercising that day. That, that just is complicated. It kind of like reinstills to me the thought process of like, well, we should count calories burned. And, and I don't think that's a good uh, way to approach fitness and food. Um, I think, you know, it really is probably most appropriate for people who are more advanced with training and nutrition um, where you can more accurately say like, okay, well, I've been training consistently for five years, six, seven, eight, ten years. Um, this is how my body tends to react to training. Um, this is, you know, okay, I've been eating a certain way for that same amount of time and I've seen my body respond in these different ways. So I know if I do this with my nutrition, this is how my body responds. Like if you're much more advanced and have a lot of the details with all these things, then I think you, you probably can, and, and maybe even you, you should, um, balance things out based on the days that you train and the days that you don't. But at the, at the end of it, I think that that is such a, that's a very small percentage of people who are pursuing something with fitness and nutrition. Um, so I think for the vast majority of people find a way to get into a calorie deficit or maintenance or a calorie surplus based on, you know, what your goal is. Um, and then ride that out. This is all about moderation. I, I, I don't think anybody should push it to extreme. So if you're trying to lose weight and you want to get in a calorie deficit, you shouldn't be eating as few calories as you possibly can. Um, if you try to build muscle, you shouldn't be doing like the hero diet and, and eating everything in sight every single day. Neither of those two options are going to be best for you in terms of getting the body composition that you want. Um, so be moderate with it, a moderate calorie deficit, moderate calorie calorie surplus, ride that out every single day and see how your body responds. And I think that's the most simple, straightforward and still effective way to approach this type of stuff.